This episode first aired on Raid of the Paul, Chicago's College Connection. Hello, I'm Shanira, and welcome to the Chini Chronicles on Radio DePaul, your one stop for pop culture on college radio. Hello, today we'll be talking about Rico Nasty in her upcoming and pretty much her whole entire career trajectory. Born as Maria Cecilia Simone Kelly, Rico Nasty was born as an only child to a Puerto Rican mom and an African American dad. In her Fader magazine cover story, it's described that she was born in Washington, D.C. She spent a few of her childhood years in New York and Virginia, and eventually spent most of her time in Prince George's County, Maryland. In sixth grade, her parents enrolled her in a boarding school in Baltimore. After three years of her being at that school, she was invited to smoke weed by a boy named Martinez. The duo was caught at a bus stop, and Rico Nancy was sent back to public school, which was close to her home. In her cover story, for Fader Magazine, she admitted that the switch from boarding school to public school was very difficult. It was also very difficult as her parents divorced and her father went to jail. The move back to public school was actually a blessing in disguise, as this helped her hone in on her skills. Her stage name, Rico Nasty, is a nod to her Puerto Rican heritage. Rico means rich in Spanish, and she added Nasty as a masculine touch. She would hone in on her skills in makeshift home studios. Her first mixtape was 2014 Summer's Eve. Though soon her music career was derailed by the fact that she had her baby son at 18 years old. This was a period of time when she she began second-guessing herself and pretty much doubting her career in music. In 2016, she released iCarly, which was a song about the Nickelodeon show of the same name. iCarly went viral and needed 500,000 views on YouTube and broke 1 million streams on SoundCloud. Little Yachty had become a fan at the point and he brought her on stage once. He also hopped on her song called Hey Arnold, which was another song about a Nickelodeon hit show. The co-sign from Little Yachty kicked things off and she released various mixtapes. She released two mixtapes in 2017 called Tales of Taco Bella and Sugar Trap 2. Her song Poppin' came from Sugar Trap 2 and it was featured on HBO's hit show Insecure. Rico Nasty signed a deal with Atlantic Records in June 2018. After signing that deal, she released Nasty, which was her sixth mixtape at that point. In late July, Rico Nasty embarked on her headlining the Nasty tour to support her mixtape. She ended up playing 27 different venues across North America over a month and a half period. Fast forward three years later, earlier this year in 2021, she teased a new mixtape called RX. The mixtape will have seven tracks and will have Dylan Brady of 100 Gex as a co-producer. It will also feature Flo Millie and G Herbo. So I say all that to say this. We're gonna talk about the latest controversy surrounding Rico Nasty. It's not like anything on her, but um, if you know, she's lately been part of Playboy Cardi's tour and she's been like the opening act. And you've seen, we've seen videos of the crowd pretty much booing her. And yeah, that's, that's one video where the crowd is booing her and some people threw stuff on stage and then you just, you just see her going off on everybody. And, and it's just, it's just interesting 
to see how these people are reacting to her. Um, another another aspect of it was um, another show where the speakers blew out, but nobody seemed to have told her. She did not realize that the speakers have blown out. So you just hear her doing ad-libs and just singing, but there's no background music. So it just seems like at this point, like, people are setting her up. People are just, like, allowing her to look bad, right? Um, the thing that, like, I have a problem with is, like, like I said before, like, she was booed off stage and let's, at a Playboy Cardi tour. And, you know, Playboy Cardi is kind of like this, you know, uh, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say, like, rager type of rapper, but, like, definitely not a rager type of thing, but, like, more of, like, that type of rapper that, like, a lot of suburban white boys tend to like that type of rapper. You know what I mean? I think, you know what I'm saying? I feel like y'all, like, kind of, like, have the image of, like, what a typical, you know, Playboy Cardi fan looks like. And kind of, like, similar to Travis Scott fans. Um, so, like, they're, they're pretty similar in the same, like, realm or whatever. And it's just, like, interesting how, like, most of the crowd uh, in the in the video when they're, like, booing her off or whatever happened to be, you know, white boys or whatnot. And a lot of critiques uh, that, like, I tend to agree with is, like, it's just the fact that, like, these suburban white boys tend to, like, try to come into a space that was created for and by black people when they try to gatekeep, you know? And it's just like, this This is not your space to gatekeep. Um, you want, like, I just, it's just, <laughs> it's so funny to, like, hear some, you know, opinions about rap coming from like suburban white kids it's just like sometimes like sometimes they can be informed and sometimes they may know what they're talking about but on the other hand there's other times where I just you just gotta like side eye a little bit like do you really know what you're talking about like do you really venture outside of your little you know suburban you know neighborhood like do like what is what is your credibility essentially but um i just think like the disrespect towards rico nasty is like completely unwarranted and completely like unnecessary like is this this woman is like talented af and it it got so bad to a point where um she had sent out these tweets pretty much pretty much saying that like she um would go into her um tour bus and cry and she said quote i did ask need at least two hours out of each day to just cry then she also said crazy how i wanted a tour bus my whole life and now i just be on tour bus be on the tour bus crying myself to sleep every night and then lastly she said i wish i was dead just as much as y'all just as much as y'all do trust me 
So it's gotten to a point where this woman does not want to be here or like so bad that like she's having these types of thoughts. And it's just like, I don't understand like what in people's minds, like what, like why would they boo her off stage? I just don't understand like what their criteria is. You know what I mean? Like they're they're booing Rico Nasty off the stage for Playboy Cardi. So I just don't like I just don't understand it. Like I just it, this is this is kind of why uh people are kinda of like wary of like, you know, white people consuming rap because situations like this happen. And I'm not just saying it's just, you know, white people, you know. Um pretty sure uh every a lot of different types of people in that crowd but like it seems like what are like the major demographics that are Playboy Cardi fans are these are these um, white folks or these white boys specifically and like the type of boy the type of white boy who wears like you know basketball shorts and uh, a Nike shirt <laughs> you know what I mean or like um, the white boys with like those um graphic design shirts ma the, the 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 matching set of like graphic design t-shirt and a graphic design pair of shorts you know what i mean if that makes sense uh if it, i like a specific image in my head but like i don't know if i'm like saying it right but um anyway anyway so it's just like i just like i just don't understand if like playper cardi and rico nasty can have like a versus battle Rico Nasty would win a hundred percent like um, it's just so weird how like these fans have like such like an idolization of Playboy Cardi I remember tweeting some time ago saying uh Playboy Cardi fans feel like he's like the next god-given rap legend or something like that and somebody replies saying yeah because he is so i'm just like very very debatable but um yeah that that's for the first half we're going to talk more about this um after the music break um i'm going to be playing um poppin by rico nasty which is uh one of like her earlier hits and then I'm also gonna play Check Me Out by her. So two songs by Rico Nasty, Poppin' and Check Me Out. <laughs> Bitches pull up and they playing hooky. If you ain't got bottles of bands, bitch. 
bitch don't bug me Run up on a dark alley in a black hoodie Bitches is the sugar trap, turn your shit to pudding I'm always in the stoop, bitch, look at what I'm cooking I'm always in some new shit, so these hoes looking And if you run up, I bet you getting your shit taken Chini Chronicles and <laughs> it's kind of funny how much this girl cusses. <laughs> I did not realize how much this girl cusses. Uh, I try to pick out a few songs and like I'm like these have a lot of cuss words and I do not feel like censoring these out and yeah so <laughs> just realize how much she cusses but um anyways um, so back to um 
you know, the whole Quaver Cardi uh, tour situation, I just feel like she should headline her own tour because honestly, I would want to go to that. Um, but also the, with the whole Playboy Cardi thing, it's like interesting how like she's like getting, like she was booed off stage, people were throwing stuff at her, uh, her speakers had went out and like she's like tweeting those tweets. And it's interesting how like Playboy Cardi or anybody else involved in the tour is not speaking up to Defender. Like they have nothing to say. But like I can't really so some people someone said this on Twitter and I kinda like I really agree with it. It's just it's just funny how Playboy Cardi doesn't want to say anything, it doesn't hasn't spoken up or anything. But like it's not surprising coming from the guy who was playing PlayStation while, you know, the girl was pregnant or like giving birth or whatever. So who I'm referring to Iggy Azalea, yes. But um so yes, like not really expecting much from him. Kinda of been, you know, deadbeat. <laughs> not deadbeat, but like pretty much a guy who's like playing PlayStation five, uh sleeping around with other girls while his girlfriend is pregnant. So it's just like I don't really expect much of anything <laughs> from him. So yeah. There's that on that. But like, as I said, like two seconds ago, I would definitely invest in like a Rico Nasty um, tour where like just, you know, doing all her discography. How did discography, discography, I can't ever say that word, discography. Y'all know what I'm trying to say, but um, I just feel like she should do a tour to like hype up her um next mixtape also just like all Rico Nasty just all her songs all her hits everything but it's also interesting that she hasn't she's only dropped mixtapes um I don't like has she dropped a studio album I don't I don't think so I could google that real quick but um it's interesting how like she is like thriving off of mixtapes and I I love that <laughs> I love that for her so she does have um a studio album called Nightmare Frication which she released in December 2020 but her other, she has uh, six other mixtapes and I should like make a playlist of like all my favorite you know Rico Nasty songs but um personally for me I was um introduced to Rico Nasty when um she featured on Doja Cat's song uh, Tia Tamara. Um I first heard that song at a Halloween party, was it twenty nineteen before the pandemic hit? And like I was like, I love this song and I'm kinda jealous that I haven't heard it yet and like these like other people like know the words and like I don't so like I gotta listen to the song that's kind of also how like I like delve face first into Doja Cat as well because like I listened to like her this this other song called Juicy and like I, don't, I didn't really like venture past that but like that song Tia Tamara it kind of like had me diving head first for both Doja Cat and Rico Nasty so like I kind of listen to them religiously now because of that song. But, um, 
I said this at the beginning at the episode where uh, Riku Nasty should have like a versus battle and that she would win. So I was kind of thinking about that again. And also I'm kind of running out of things to say, but that's kind of irrelevant right now. But um, like I said, like she would, she just bodies Playboard Cardi. Like it, there's like not much, you know, comparison. Like her artistry is amazing. Her, her, her stage presence is amazing. Cause I remember seeing her was at Ebola Palooza and she had the she had the crowd pretty high. It was it, it was amazing. But um so it's just like kinda of interesting how like that's changed and like how people on the Playboy Cardi tour are kinda of, like booing her. You know what I mean? I just I that just didn't make sense. And just being rude for what? So um yeah, I just it that thinking about it, it's just like that did not make any type of sense. Like, why were they booing her? Like, of all her concerts that I've seen, I, I don't think I've seen people boo her. Like, I just I just don't get it. And it's just like, it just seems like a weird trend where like fans of these like um, male rappers, like, I keep bringing up his name, but um, Travis Scott and Playboy Cardi, I feel like it's like a soup, there's this, there's this group of rappers that have uh, a certain type of uh, fan base or like a specific demographic of their fan base and like that certain demographic it's just weird like they just do all these things and it's just like look you kind of look at them sideways a little bit like why do you do this you know what I mean um I keep bringing up Travis Scott because like it's a perfect example of what I'm like talking about and like I just know like Travis Scott fans are like very similar to Playboy Cardi fans and like the weird antics that they do just for just in the name of seeing their favorite artists so I just it's just like outsider looking in I just don't understand the hype behind Playboy Cardi where like the hype is so much where you're booing Rico Nasty off the stage and like throwing stuff onto the stage. Like, is Playboy Cardi that good where you need to boo off the opening act? Like, that like does that make sense to people? But um, so yeah, this <laughs> I also tweeted that like on on Twitter this is um a Rico Nasty stand page. And this is a safe space for Rico Nasty. I got really close to the mic. I see it. I got really close to the mic there. But um, yeah, this I'm a fan of Rico Nasty. Always will be. So yes. That was this episode of The Cheney Chronicles. If you miss an episode, head to Spotify and Apple and Google Podcasts to listen. Also head to anchor.fm slash Cheney Chronicles to listen there too. Thanks for listening. Stop procrastinating and good night.